Welcome to Raw Talent. With your host, Miss Tink. Welcome to Raw Talent. Welcome to Raw Talent. With your host, Miss Tink. Welcome to Raw Talent. Procreate, 
we don't check for those things. And it's like, like me, I have, I have the trait. So if somebody else has a trait and don't know they had a trait, or I don't check to make sure they had a trait. My kids could have ended up with the disease. Just that easy. So PSA, check for your Would you like me to educate you on some complications? Of course. We have Alexa over here that can help also. Some complications are acute pain, which is the number one reason for hospitalization. Um, they have lower IQ scores, depression, anxiety. Less than 50% are employed and 175 missed days from work. 65 of men and women are sexually impaired. 24 of 5 caregivers miss work or school because they have to be there for their loved one. They're 4 times higher to have congested heart failure. 13 times higher to have HIV. 86% are hospitalized. 76% are treated at home and don't receive the treatment that they need. I'm not understanding that because single cell, I believe, from what I learned from my late cousin, was that it was just the lack of having a certain amount of blood cells in your system. Um, something as unemployment, I don't see where having a lack of blood cells would Cause they're have to deal with unemployment. I think it depends on the severity of... I think it depends on the severity of your situation as well. Because like, I have a lot of family members who actually live with sickle cells, and none of them have any, most of those issues. Their real issues are like um, their pain crisis, which is the acute nerve pain she was talking about. Like some of my aunts have it. And they'll actually get hospitalized because of their pain crisis. It's almost like um, you got pins and needles all over your body. Like all of your nerves are firing off at the same time. And do they actually put the sickle cell anemia into what they have going on? What do you mean? So basically, I heard today. It might be my sickle cell. Is it one of those type? Yeah, things? yeah. Nine times out of ten, that is what it is. Um, as for the sexual activity, including HIV and performance, I feel like for anybody, everyone sitting in this room, everyone in the world, you know, wrap it up. I feel like I mean, that was awesome. Understandable, HIV doesn't attack the blood cells, but for you to have sickle cell and then to contract something like that, especially knowing that you can pass it on to your children, if you're not consciously or have Planned Parenthood, you shouldn't be having all that sex. But you know, the government trying to stop funding the place. Of course. Well, my president is Trump, but that's another question. He your president? He ain't my president. You gotta respect me if I become president. You like me or not. I worked hard to get one. Nigga, if, if you was but a Trump, I would not know you once you got elected. I'm just saying. That's a whole totally different discussion. I'm gonna set my teeth. That's something else. But sickle cell can be detected as early as five months. Really? Yeah. So it's like I know when I was pregnant with my son, and we didn't do what we needed to do to make sure he didn't have the disease because I knew I had the trait. They were telling me that they can start treatment for him when he's born if it was 
a concern, you know. So they can jump ahead of the curve. So when it's bad, you know, it, it's evolved with treatment since we were younger. Because I know somebody I went to high school with, and she couldn't, like, she couldn't, we took cosmetology. She couldn't get wet. Like, you, we, we so washed her hair and yeah. stuff like that. She, like, oh, get wet. <laughs>
Um, so y'all ready to pick a topic for today? Sounds good. Who right. wanna pick it? Let's do it. Who wanna pick it? I feel like I have to. Don't press my You wanna read it? You want me to read it? You wanna 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 read it? Thoughts on your employer being able to fire you without reason? So, who wants to go first? Nothing's changed. <laughs> so what you mean? What you mean? It's all the same. So like, when I say nothing changed, I'm like, okay, that's the same exact thing that we as black people big ones do since we got here. So you don't think it matters? It doesn't. No. <laughs> for 30 days and then they just fire you because they don't like the way you wear your shirt. You know what I'm saying? Or they just fire you because they don't like the way that you look today. You know what I'm saying? Like That's true. To me, that's unjust. I did lose my employer that was majority white and older men. Um, I basically lost the job simply because I didn't have real bills today. And I felt like I did the job just two days. Like, Literally two days, and I felt like I did the job, you know, up to standards for my second day, and they let me go. And I did feel like that was unjust. There was no reason at all because they was they did the thirty day, hey, we have the, the right to reserve if you want to keep you or not, and I felt like that wasn't right. So I've been I've been in the company that I worked for five years. And I grew up from making minimum wage up to making something that people would be like, oh my God, you made that. And someone stepped in and decided they wanted to terminate me. So for no reason, allegations, lies. So yes, that is unfair. I have been discriminated against, which I don't believe is fair. Regardless if that's wearing your shirt like this today, that's regardless if if I just had a problem with you, a personal vendetta, because I've actually worked beside a manager that had a personal vendetta against me all around. Me being black, me being a black male, me being a black gay male. But at the same time, I knew I was going to do my job. At the same time, I knew if they called me, I was going to be there. And then I had someone that stepped in that just terminated me just because. So I do feel to a certain extent as being in a management position, we reserve the right to let someone go with reason but at the same time being a black gay male that was terminated over being a black gay male that was wrong right i agree 100 percent. 
I mean, there's certain certain things that a manager has to look at. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, oh, well, shoot, he came in, like, a minute late. You're fired. Nah, it, it's, it's not. Like, if he continues to do that, then that's something, something totally different. But <clears throat> give him a chance first. You know what I'm saying? Don't just be like, oh, yeah, well, I see red flags. You know what I'm saying? Automatically gone. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that situation may be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't know if, you know what I'm saying, like cars, kids, mm-hmm. all that comes into play. And what, what I feel is really messed up is um, some companies make it seem like, yeah, once you get hired, then this is your life. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you're supposed to be mm-hmm. doing. This is, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is is nothing outside of the workplace but the workplace and that that's not fair because at the end of the day kids can be sick um cars can be family members can be sick not just kids just family members and stuff like that and you know what i'm saying you have to have that time that even goes into the um the call outs and you know what i'm saying like in, in situ in situations that might just hop up you feel me now don't get me wrong it's some people that take advantage of that you know what I'm saying? Of call outs and stuff like that. It's people mm-hmm. that take full, full advantage of that. Okay, so pause. To be fair, how will management know? This is true. The difference. Because, you know what I'm saying? People go to the extreme these days. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen a girl call the ambulance to come pick her up from work and she ain't gonna be there. True. Not this because she really well, has a problem. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, like whole, whole character. You know what I'm saying? And I get you on that. But it's some people. They would, when I say take advantage, is literally take advantage. Yeah, like, they'll I've do that, that like, every week is something. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Those are the ones that you can literally look at and be like, are you serious? Like, come on, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not every week or right. every day is something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you have to open up your, um, your eyes to certain situations. And like I said... But that brings bad to the people that really does have things going on. Which is the reason why it's so hard for the government to make laws based on individual rights versus public. Mm -hmm. Because they do it for a majority, not a minority. Mm -hmm. Even though the minority is the ones who really get punished by those laws. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like I've worked for two different companies. One company I worked for where it was very unfair. The head guy put the person under them in charge of judging the person under them. And it's like, so you gave this one person who had nothing to do with the interviews, who didn't meet this person, you know what I'm saying, and know their background, to judge them. because. And the thing is, people misuse the, the power that they're given. That, yeah. that, that was the problem in that situation. So it would be like, the person would be like, oh, well, I don't, it's something about them that I don't like, so you need to terminate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... That man trying to feed his family. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times what I see working for these larger corporations and you get, you know, you got the president and you got the vice president and you got the manager and you got the, the supervisor. By the time it comes down to the supervisor, they don't care about your family. They don't care about your, your child that's sick at home. They don't care if you catch the flu. They don't, I, I done had a guy come to work with me with pink eye. I got two kids. Yes, I right. thought he, I thought the nigga was high, straight up. I, I asked him. The second time I seen him, I said, what the hell is wrong with your damn ass? Why are they so red? I thought you was high. 
And he was like, um, I got pink eye. And I told them before hours in advance that I had an issue and what it was. And they told me that I better be aware. So he came because he felt like his job was yeah, really was, is, in, jeopardy. in jeopardy. So he's like, I came and I'm like, okay, but nigga. That shit contagious. You ain't had medicine for 24 right. hours. My nigga, like, right. if, if you put it on me and I take it home and I give it to my infant, then nigga, now you missing work and I'm missing work. Right. You know what I'm saying? On right. top of that, cause, because and, and the, the person over top of the person that's over top of you ain't got no consideration for the fact that you got a family. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like one of them don't say it trickle down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like they, they put fear into the employees mm-hmm. that look, look, if you don't come to work, then this is what happens. Yeah. Amazon, I worked for Amazon for three and a half years. That was the most craziest thing I've ever done in my life. And like, that was the most craziest thing. Like, I'm for real, for real, I'm surprised that I even lasted that long. It was, you know what I'm saying? It was like people that literally came in one week and was gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, because the work was, the work was cool, but your body gets tired. You feel what I'm saying? So off of that week, you dead. You you can't get up. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't function because you're working, what, 10, 12 hours a day, walking those 10, 12 hours. But you know something, too? These millennials make it harder. This is true. I think that's why the labor laws got to where it was. The first you couldn't just fire somebody and not be like, okay, well, I'm firing them because they didn't follow the policy and procedures or they didn't do their job correctly. Now it's like, okay, well, just fire them because you fired them and that's it. You know what I'm saying? And the fight for unemployment is a whole different story. But you know what I'm saying? Because I just seen, I knew it was, a, it was somebody I was working with. And she was like two minutes pregnant, like two minutes, like pee on the stick and it's that positive. So now I can't do this. Right. And I might be a high risk. Nigga, what about a couple professional things? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you was like, you and she know. used it as a crutch. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then we're like, okay, as a mother, I didn't have sympathy for her. I ain't even lying. <laughs> I was like, nigga, I don't went through two of them, and I ain't, I ain't got the issues you got. <laughs> you saying you can't be in the sun, but you also had, and it don't stop that she was smoking cigarettes. You also had smoking cigarettes. I worked with her for five hours. She smoked four cigarettes for five hours. You're not worried about your pregnancy, lady. You only worried about it when you're like, okay, on Tuesday, I'm sick and I can't come to work. You may be sick because of the Mountain Dew and the Niles and the yeah. cigarettes you got going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you think we don't see that? Like, we well, see it. How I feel about someone being late, being sick, calling out, etc. I take it as so it needs to be fair to everybody. Yeah. So I've worked with associates that are just terrified of being late. And I work with associates that seems being late is just it happens. And I've been I've been an associate. And had associates that just being late is just them. Across the board, being a member of management, I feel like it has to be fair across the board. Yeah. You know, if this person's going to be late, okay, it is what it is. This person's going to be late, it is what it is. If that person's going to be late every day, it is what it is. 
just know the person wants to be late every day. If I need you to stay over because one person wants to be late for the first time in years of working at this corporation, you better suck it up and keep it moving. That's when it becomes a problem. When you think you're going to be late, and you want to be late at the person that's never late, I mean, mad at the person that's never late, you have issues there. Then something has to be said. And I'm not talking talk about something that's going to be said next time you be late. Something's going to be said when I come to you and say, hey, stay over because such and such is late today. If you decide you want to present me with an issue, then we have a problem. It has so to you're be saying if it, if it gets the to the point where it affects management and, and it's, like you said about a minority, no, it's not minority topics. I see the difference. Trust me. But the difference is also <laughs> okay. it's also not a stable difference. White people, black people, this person, that person is all different. All um, management, associates, even upper corporate is all different. All people have their own personal stuff they have to go Traffic, kids, car problems. I just feel like to terminate one associate because they're always late, but your corporation allows it, or your management team allows everyone to be late, is a problem. Now, if someone's being late all the time, and you're just being just and fair, because even my store manager has been late. Okay, no problem. I didn't even realize you wasn't even here. How I always tell people, being a person that's always late and a member of management, my paycheck doesn't change if you're here or not. So, I mean, in that regard, though, like, when you come, when it comes down to the company, so, like, I know, for example, certain professions, your time matters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like, and it affects other people, and it affects the way the company will have to pay other people because you're late. For example, when I used to work security like five or six years ago, if you called out, I got paid time and a half. Yeah. But I had to stay and serve them four hours. You know what I'm saying? Like in, in the jail systems, if somebody calls out, them, them officers got to stay over and cover them shifts. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I'm getting paid, but I'm not there to pick up my kids. I'm not there to support my family. You know what I'm saying? But it's an automatic obligation. It's like a part of the time. It's, it's like a part of that contract. So that's literally the difference between But that's where it becomes unfair. That is true. I mean, you know yeah, because and, and my my security job was like that. Like if nobody is there to come in to relieve you, you have to stay their shift. So therefore, if you if I'm working three to eleven and nobody's here to come, you know what I'm saying, relieve me at eleven o'clock p.m. I mean, I gotta stay eleven to seven in the morning because nobody is there. So I'm making work a whole double. You know what I'm saying? Because and the benefit is the paycheck, but the downside is. What you, you had to do when you got off, like, you know what I'm saying, it's going to sleep. Like, you know what I'm saying, like, you look at that, when you did your time, like, it's time to go home. Like, you probably Let's sleep like that. Give me one time, give me your best shot. Last site that I was in, like, the supervisor was literally not scheduling people to come in. We would have had a whole beef. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it was more of a, 
Oh yeah, I gotta stay. No, I don't feel like that. And this is my second month working here, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? If I leave, I'm getting fired. Right. But you're not, you know what I'm saying? You're not doing what you're supposed to do to accommodate me. Yeah. So it's like, I have to make that decision. Either get fired or stay and do this. So I stayed. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to do that though. So I've been, been, been in a real crazy about. situation before. I worked a job and I actually got the job because I met somebody outside of that company. And they worked for the company and they put in the word for me. I got the job. And they knew that I was going to get a management position once I got hired. Right? So I got hired below the pay that I was supposed to be getting. I got promoted. I I'm toasted. We can get into this all night, like, you know. What I mean? but, but I got promoted, right? I got promoted to the position I was supposed to be in, which is basically the same position that person was in, except for it was like hourly versus salary, for example. So once I got into my position, then it was like that person tried to belittle me. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, according to upper management, you should show gratitude. Right. Because this person put you there. She didn't put me there. Because. My resume put me here. Because right. if I didn't have the credentials, you still wouldn't have hired right. me. You still made me go through the interview process. She person wasn't in the room with me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's one of the situations where I was basically given an ultimatum without you saying, look, either you deal with it or you leave. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, you have to put up with all the negative things that this person throws at you. I mean, like, Telling the employees that were below me, like you don't gotta listen to it. Mm. Oh no! Like it was, it was to that extreme. You know what I'm saying? That that's stress. Yeah. Cause you at work and you got five people that you looking at, and you telling them what to do, and this person over here telling them, nigga, who is she? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she right. only make hourly pay. Mm-hmm. Right. So it don't matter what she say. And, and they'll go behind you and tell your employees to do something completely different. So the stuff that the upper management that told you to get done ain't getting done because your employees listen to the other person. And then who they coming back to? You. So then you getting reprimanded in the boss's office. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd have been through that. That, that job is tough. So how did it make you feel? When you started this job and they had you running, doing hoops and hurdles and everything else, would you have felt like you were discriminating against or was it unjust to you and not fair that you did all this starting out and you did all this through your appointment with the company? Definitely. If they were to terminate you or terminate you? Definitely. And when they did, they removed me from because I started complaining about it. You know, I started actually calling the head bosses and being like, look, this is what this man is doing. You know what I'm saying? He's forcing people to do doubles. And it is, it's starting to get ridiculous now. We're looking to it. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? He actually, the first time that I had started working there, he literally said to me, he was like, I had pulled one double. The next day I came in, he was like, oh yeah, 
I forgot to uh, schedule somebody. Can you work this out with me? I had no choice but to say yes. You feel what I'm saying? Because if I would have told him no, nah, oh, well, said no. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 it said no, like sir. Maybe it's the money. He would have stayed there. Like, he would have stayed there himself. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was no, like, I just wouldn't have had a job. Like, <laughs> no. But see, for what, been, what, I would have been like, nigga, being that you asking. It's just you asking. It's just you asking. Let me out. Uh, PSA is, upper <laughs> management don't do nothing about complaints. We just simply don't. No, we don't. Until it becomes an issue it. and becomes a problem. If it becomes a noose around our neck, that's when we're yeah. like, I've been in management. Yeah. And, and retail. And, and they be that, like, and I get it. I get it. But, not to cut you off, Lord. I'm sorry, but when personally with me and a deal with my management team, and I've trained my upper management the same way that I feel like ethics, I've dealt with a disabled, white, middle-aged man. And I had to teach them ethics. Like, yo, this is wrong. This is right. This is mm-hmm. how you should treat people. This is fair. This is mm-hmm. not. This is just. This is unjust. And with me, it's one of those things, okay, we keep getting complaints about one person, then we have an issue. Yeah. Because they, would, they wouldn't address that one person. They would address the people that's complaining. Exactly. So it's like working against your team because now you got people that's not compliant. Because they're like, okay, well, you don't respect how I feel. And I'm telling you this person. And the person that they was complaining about didn't just get complaints from the, the employees. They got complaints from the customers. And anybody interacting with them had a problem. And then we have to talk about termination. And um, so just to change the subject a little bit, now we need to talk about something about being just and unjust when it comes to the termination process. So, how do y'all feel about someone being terminated that has kids versus someone that's doing the same thing, such as being like getting customer complaints or getting complaints about messing up merchandise or anything, else, even personnel issues? Now, someone has kids versus someone like myself that's a bachelor. Well, first and foremost, if you got me, this nigga said he a bachelor bitch. Hold on, hold on. I had to say that one too fancy. I'm going to answer this question like this. And I, and Bri and I was doing the same exact thing, but Bri has two children, and I live alone. So how would that work out? I'm going to answer this question by saying this. First, if you have kids, you know what you're working for. You know you got kids. So therefore, if if you have kids and you working... And you doing all the stuff that you just named? Or it don't matter. You ain't want the job. You ain't want the job in the first place. So therefore, you deserve to get fired. Exactly. Because if you won't call it, be press, 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 but you would be there. <laughs> you would be there. Straight up. Straight up. Because I'm going to tell you, I got two. And I got to be to work at 7 o'clock. I'm there at 7.54, 6.54 every morning. Every morning. Sick. But my, if I can get somebody to watch the sick child... Then the sick child is with the person that is watching him, and I'm still clocking in. You know what I'm saying? I move stuff around to fit my work schedule because without work, how am I going to feed them two kids? Exactly. It's no it's difference. And that's what that's what makes it unfair to the employer because how am I going to put on your plate, hey, you own this multi-million corporation, but hey, I got two kids that I decided to lay down to me, and I want you to pay me a paycheck, but I'm not going to do the things that you need me to do to fulfill this position. Because right. I got two kids. They ain't your damn kids. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just thought of something. I want to fuck that right into my face. Alright. Bree used to be my manager. Sure did. So, I'm looking for a new job with Tony Unfold. That's to say, I walked to Bree's corporation as her manager. Bree just stated, she's there on time. 
Marie is punctual, which she is. I personally am late all the time. Okay? So, let's say for some odd reason, Marie starts being late. Marie and I are best friends. Marie is being looked at for termination above my head. But I'm late just every time I get a chance. Marie gets terminated. How much y'all feel? What y'all feel that was in the show? Definitely. Yeah. Because I feel like they look out for their own. Yeah, I've said that's a problem too, though, that I've seen. Sometimes management held a different standards than those that are in their associates. And I personally have gone through that so many times. So many times. So it's a problem. Like, I feel like if you're the same standards that I'm held to as an associate, should be the same standards that my manager has to be held to. If not higher. If not higher. But the thing is, nowadays, a lot of managers, like she mentioned earlier, abuse their power. And so they take advantage of the fact that no one is necessarily picking, yeah, looking over their shoulder and picking on every little thing they do. A lot of times, as an associate, you're nitpicked way more than anyone else in your entire corporation. Hell yeah. Which is it makes sense in some ways because yeah. you're the face of your corporation. Right. Depending on where you know where you right. work. Yeah. But at the same time, something as simple as being on time, being punctual, that should go across the board. Like, how you gonna manage me? But you ain't here. You're not even you here. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> so th- in, in instances like that, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I so what aspect of that if it was upper management beyond me just being a supervisor and we both have the same manager in the same building and they're just observing for some reason they have a personal vendetta against then I'm already up against a brick wall from the beginning yeah I'm in there you know what I'm saying I don't have management where like that's going into a whole other you know offset topic but it's still under labor laws because Discrimination is like I feel like the biggest problem because I know I know a manager who will look at you and they will put you on the back shift on the shift that I call it the shitty shift because they don't like the way you look. You know what I'm saying? Like who? What? What is socially acceptable to you? You know what I'm saying? And and it's not that you got piercings or you got the wrong color hair or you got the wrong lift of hair or you wear different color nails or you know what I'm saying? It's just that the way you look is not the way I approve it, so I'm gonna put you to the back. Or I've seen somebody, I've seen somebody walk in an interview, and no offense to the gay community, I support them a hundred percent. But I seen a gay male walk in with braids down to his butt. You are, I don't know. But everybody in society doesn't accept that it's okay. You see what I'm saying? But he's been who he is. And I don't think it's fair for you to ask me to be a different person for eight hours a day. No. I think also, though, I've seen people like, okay, let me ask you this thing. How do you feel if someone comes to an interview? And they have one thing going on, appearance-wise. And then after you hire them, they may, they may, yeah. So like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel that you should be treated in that instance? Because they may have been looking for something specific. That is their, their prerogative. That is, you know, their right to do that. If they're looking for something, and you know, specifically for the face of their brand or for their company, I mean, do you feel like that's unjust in that moment, or? No, I feel, I feel like, like that should be stated 
when you have the job description. Yeah. This is what we're looking for. Yes. True. Right. And, and a lot of jobs do do that now. I've noticed interview. that. You know, mm-hmm. um, personally, I lost my very past recent relationship. Found out that my boyfriend was a fellow. I even want to start selling him. I want to hire fellows. Um, obviously, that's above my, above my great pay grade than any job I ever had thus far. Um, but that was the conversation. Um, the last person I personally hired had tattoos on his face, his arms, everywhere else. When I go to work, you see none of those. So, it's one of those things in the interview. You have to use your good justification, and that's the point of the interview. True. To understand the mind. Me looking, my appearance, and I'm going to just keep it blunt and honest. I talk to white people, and they go, oh, my God. He talks in English. Yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, get on my nerves. <laughs> And for real, for to piggyback off of him, it is some some managers and stuff like that. When you go and talk to them, they look at you and they be like, "Well, judge yourself, man." Oh, well, he looking like this, he looking like that. And then when he talk, it's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that you're actually speaking like the way you're." I can I can tell you in a private example that me and him shared a moment. Working for the same company where I was his manager. And now I have a tongue ring, I have a lip ring, I have a nose ring. You see what he has going on, you know, with his face and stuff. So I come to work. (laughs) But I come to work every day with my tongue ring in. I was coming to work every day with my nose ring in and my lip ring. They told him he had to take all his jewelry off. Same job. Mm-hmm. As an associate. He but was an associate. Also, like I was a manager. I'm the face of the company. I'm the person that everybody sees. Now, did they tell you ahead of time that they didn't want here? No. He when when I started there, he came in with his business. Yes. And he wanted to understand why I walked in the door and walked into a position where he didn't get because you know acknowledged for his hard work. You know, and just move up within the company. And they basically told him you gotta change what you look Which didn't change my personality, which didn't change my profession my professionalism. Right. Everything's the same. My tongue still rolls the same. I still talk the way I still talk regardless. Regardless of my appearance or anything else. Cause then the next step is you want me to take my parasons out, you want me to dye my hair back black. But I can't change the color of my skin. I can't right. change what I like in the bed. I can't change what I come home to. Right. And then when I come to you, you can't change what I get paid on my paycheck. So where do we meet at this bridge, people? You want all these changes, then when I come to you with changes, it's oh, I'm sorry, bad connection. <laughs> Cell phone service like it did the other day on T-Mobile. Hey, shout out to T-Mobile for being a whole asshole. <laughs> shout out to y'all. I appreciate y'all and for being a whole asshole. I appreciate y'all for being a whole asshole. Cheers. You know what I'm saying? Box up gold. Y'all hit the ass motherfuckers. Need to go kill y'all selves for that bullshit. 
I was whole bullshit. But I put but I put money on it. Y'all want y'all got they gonna pay me on it. Y'all want y'all payment on time. I just oh, got a text today. Yeah, pay your money. Right here, buddy. Right here. Fuck you, bitch. Ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> like, for real. That nigga said, fuck you, bitch. Ain't got time for this shit. Well, I guess we can end on a light note. So I guess the message is fuck T-Mobile. Fuck T-Mobile. <laughs> but... Thank you for tuning in and listening to everything that we had to say. And I hope you tune in in the future. We'll probably do this like once a month, like I said before. So check us out on our social medias. And get back with me on your comments and thoughts. Thank you. How y'all feel? Tink did not come to play with you hoes. I came to slay, bitch.